Welcome to Now I See, a podcast where people of vision share eye-opening experiences that help them and can help all of us shift focus, gain perspective, and see ourselves, our world, and our place in it in a whole new way. Hey, Chris. Welcome to Now I See. Good morning. Chris Galanos is a native Texan, a Texas tech grad. Guns up. Served as a senior level manager for a number of health management service organizations, including Health America, Cigna, and United Healthcare, where he was responsible for general and sales management, strategic planning and marketing, product development, operations, international and public relations. Chris also served six years as an officer in the U.S. Air Force. Chris, I see you as outgoing, outspoken, bold, decisive, and full of energy, all qualities that make for a great leader. How do you see yourself? I appreciate you uh, blowing that smoke up my britches leg, but uh, you know, I, I see myself as a, uh, as a person who is really interested in, in leadership, who's really interested in character, uh, and, and I say those things because when I was in the Air Force, of course, leadership was a big thing, and how do you lead, why do you lead, what are, what are the effective ways to lead, and then out of that came, went with Procter & Gamble, and they were very big on leadership. They took officers like me and just train and train. How do you motivate people? How do you get people to be their best person? Uh, how do you hire someone? What qualities do you look for? All of these kinds of things, and, and I've used that through, throughout my career, really, and uh, even in retirement. The things that I look for in people and, and how I see someone, and if I have a relationship, how can I help them? And in turn, they always help me. Well, I have found that helping people does, in fact, help myself, too, even though that isn't the goal starting out. So what are some of the uh, character qualities that you uh, feel define you? What are some of the ones that are important to you? I wish that I could say that humility was at the top of my list, but I struggle with that sometimes. I think we all and, do. Uh, but I, I would think that uh, big on my list, list is integrity, courage. And, and I say courage because at, at different times in our life, we have all been intimidated by someone. Anybody who says they have never been intimidated, I just don't hardly believe that. And so uh, if you're going to have courage, then you have to be sure of what you think. You have to be sure of what's motivating you to say what you're going to say. Uh, so those kinds of things. So I, I think courage and then perseverance. If you live as long as I have, then there have been a lot of barriers, a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges, whether they be physical, whether they be uh, uh, business-related. All those kinds of things go into making uh, the person that you are. And then how do you reflect that person to someone else in a positive way? I think we can all reflect in a negative way. Yeah, well, I think so. I think that every virtue has its dark side when it's abused. So, um, and we may address some of that today. So tell me, um, how were some of these values formed in you? Who was influential in your formation? Well, you know, I go back and um, my mom and dad, you know, it's easy to start there. Not everyone has can say that about their mom and dad but I I had two very special people I lived in a very loud house my father was Greek so think of the big fat Greek wedding you know and that was loud and and but my my father was very uh driven uh liked to do things liked to get things done uh related well with people and and my mom and he was from Philadelphia and my mom was from Mississippi 
And, and she, uh, nothing was too difficult. Nothing was too hard for her to do. And she was optimistic about life, optimistic about people. And I always remember, you can do, son, you can do whatever you want to do. Just make you up your mind. Stick to it. You can make it happen. That's a great way to start life. So we talked a little bit about how you observed through your life experience, through your service in the military and your functions on job, especially as you were working your way into senior management um, and also being responsible for other people. So what were some of the um, character values that you were looking for in others that you served with or that would serve for you? Well, I, I think that uh, the number one quality, and I, and I mentioned this a little bit before, was humility. And uh, oftentimes people, when they think about humility, they think about being subservient. They think about, oh, I'm just a worm and you're so much better than I am. And that is really not what humility is. I, I think humility is having a right view of yourself. And, and I, as a Christian, I take that right view as being how does, how does God look at me? And, and when I think of humility, a right view, I needed a Savior. People need a Savior. Whether they know it or not, they, they need a Savior. And so if I need one, then how can I look at someone else and not look at how I was prior and say, I am better than they are. It makes me have empathy for them. It makes me uh, like them. It makes me want to understand them. It makes me want to hear their story. It makes me want to listen to them. Uh, so I, I think humility is very, very big. I, I know Jim Collins in his book, uh, Good to Great, he said that a top-level five executive, a top-level five executive, that one of the key qualities or the key quality is humility. And oftentimes you don't think of that of big CEOs that are successful. You think of self-serving, arrogant type of CEO. But he said humility, but it is linked with a very strong will. And you put those, and it's kind of paradoxical, those two things. So I, I think that humility, I go along with the humility part of that very well. Humility should be a high virtue. So Merriam-Webster defines humility as a modest or low view of yourself, a freedom for, from pride or arrogance. Your uh, definition would tend to disagree with that a little bit. I've also heard it defined as not thinking of yourself more highly than you ought or knowing your place. Um, and Rick Warren in his book, The Purpose Driven Life, says humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So your definition, um, if I'm hearing you right, is a right assessment of yourself, which changes everything for me. Because if you understand who you are and what your place is, you can be humble from a position of strength. These other definitions kind of suggest that you're giving your strength away. Would you care to explain? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting that first one you gave, uh, the Webster uh, definition, I find that very difficult to understand because I think some of the most prideful people are people who, who are, you would consider them low. They're so self-serving. They're so um, w without power. They're so such and such that they take pride in their lowness. And I, and I just, that does not make sense to me. So we always think of, of pride only going with people that are in high positions, and, and that's not true. It's just people who are so self-centered and so unaware of themselves. But a humble person is very, I think, very aware of themselves, very aware of other people. And I think that uh, when you look internally, uh, 
uh, introspectively and think a few minutes about some of the dumb things that you did, whether you be 14, 18, 22, 30s, 40s. I'm in my 70s. I still have those moments. Uh, you think about that, and, and that is very humbling, and that develops humility because you know you're always just moments away from doing something really stupid. Well, you just said something intriguing to me, too, about developing a character trait like humility. Now, earlier, uh, before we turned the mics on, we were talking about this particular quote. Positive character traits are not inherited, but are chosen, developed through experience, honed through adversity, and expressed through humility and generosity of spirit. Additionally, one's attitude provides the needed impetus to engage and to overcome adversity. So let's unpack that a little bit. Explain what you mean by character traits are not inherited, but chosen. I was an athlete in high school, college, and, and uh, e- even as an adult running marathons and that type of thing. And as an athlete, you always look to your, your heroes. Well, how did, how did Willie Mays or Duke Snyder, how did they bat? How did they glove the ball? How did they throw it? You know, you imitate them. And I think this, it's the same thing that you look at people that you admire. And you say, what are the qualities in that person that I admire? And, and you see those, and you say, well, I want to be that way. I want to do that. And so I think you choose. I, I don't think I separate character qualities from intrinsic temperament. Temperament is kind of embedded in you. So you can be a little more on the optimistic side or the pessimistic side, that type of thing. Or, or you can be more uh, detail-driven versus broad, uh, broad uh, scope type of thing. So I think you choose. So I look at the qualities that I want, and I think, okay, how do I take that quality? And, and, and let's say it's courage. How do, I, how do I take that quality, and how do I make it part of my life? It's perseverance. How do I take that quality? What is it? And what are the things I can do to show that I can stand firm in the face of challenge, that I can overcome the obstacles, that I, I don't quit. I just read a book recently by uh, Admiral McRaven, and he was a SEAL. And, and 150 men started out in the SEAL training. At the end of it, there were like 34 left. And when you quit, you have to go in front of everybody and ring the bell. And one of the things he said is, never, never ring the bell. That just is so powerful because I think perseverance encompasses a lot of things like integrity and courage and confidence and boldness. So um, integrity was another one of your big character traits um, uh, and your high-ranking list of, of qualities that you admire. Do you want to talk a little bit about integrity? I taught on some of these the other day, and, and the example that I used for integrity, I got from a quote from Warren Buffett. And uh, listen to this and see what you think. He, he said, somebody once said that in looking for people to hire, you look for three qualities, integrity, intelligence, and energy. And if you don't have the first, which is integrity, the other two will kill you. You think about it. It's true. If you ha- hire somebody without integrity, you really want them to be dumb and lazy <laughs> because they can get you into so much trouble. You have no integrity, but you have high energy, and you have high intellect, and you can figure your way around and through, and what you're really saying is that the, the means justify the end. 
that is not what integrity is. So tell me what integrity is. So I, I think that if, if I think about integrity, you know, you hear the old deal, it's uh, who you are and what you do when no one else is around. And to give you an example of what is integrity, my grandson, Jackson, is a painter. He's 19 years old. He paints in the summertime and, and that type of thing. And he's really a smart kid. And he was interviewing for a lecture, I mean, for a, a scholarship, a $10,000 scholarship. And it was from this uh, man and, and his wife. And they were asking him, okay, tell us about a time when you showed integrity. And Jackson said, well, integrity for me is that when I'm up in the far reaches of a corner of a house, painting the house, and then in the corner, I paint as carefully in the corner as I do on what you can see. So to me, I thought, I wish I was that smart when I was 19 years old. I, was, I said, I'm going to use that because it really laid out who it was. And I think the other thing as an officer in the military, do you show integrity to the people that you lead? Can they trust you? You know, to have integrity and, com and competence, if you're competent in what you do, if you have integrity in what you do, then the trust level goes through the roof. But if you have low integrity, it goes down. Or if you have high integrity and low competence, it goes down. You need both of them, okay? And, but integrity plays a key role in who you are, that people can trust you. They, uh, integrity, uh, I had uh, like top secret clearance in the military. And they counted on you to maintain that. You don't talk to your wife about it. Uh, you can talk to God about it because he's not going to tell anybody. But, but you, you keep that level of integrity your whole life. Hey, friends, I'm so glad that you are listening to our podcast today featuring my friend Chris Galanos, who is a character talking about character. So far, we've talked about the important virtues of humility, integrity, courage. And next, we're going to talk about loyalty and self-discipline or perseverance. But before we do, I'd like to invite you to visit us on our website at nis.media. There you can catch up on podcasts you may have missed. You can read blogs about recent guests and topics. And you can sign up for our newsletter. When you do that, we'll be sending you periodic updates of shows, blogs, and other things that we think you'll find interesting. You can also visit us at our Facebook page, Facebook, Kit McCarty, NIS. And you can leave comments there that will reach our guests, will encourage me, and uh, will maybe give us some idea about how you're responding to the things that you're hearing today. Now, back to our show. talking about the values that we cherish, the ones that uh, we admire and hope to show in our own lives. Truthfulness was one of mine, which is an aspect of integrity. What are some of the other aspects of integrity? Good question. I, I have become a, a reader of uh, Jordan Peterson. He wrote a book called The 12 Rules for Life. 
And, and one of the things that, that he said that I really thought was interesting, he said, always tell the truth or at least don't lie. And I thought, hmm. And the reason I said, hmm, because, you know, Scripture says don't steal, don't lie, don't deceive one another. And I think that, that sometimes we can tell the truth but not all of the truth. And we don't tell all of the truth because we are, in essence, trying to deceive the other person that you don't need to know this. But in reality, if you look back on it, if they knew it, they may not make the decision that they made. So being trustworthy, in my mind, has to goes along with not being deceptive, being giving a person the information that they need to make a proper decision. Now, and I, I couch that because sometimes you don't need 100% to tell somebody 100%. There's some things that are not needed there, but you need to give them all that they need to make a decision. I am so glad you clarified that because the first time I heard that quote, I also bristled. I thought people have lied to me by withholding all of the truth. Um, And so I'm so glad that you clarified that. Thanks. So what are some of the other character traits that are high on your list? Well, I I said compassion. And um, I I use compassion because compassion is not necessarily an easy quality for myself personally. You know, I've taken all these temperament tests and Myers-Briggs and and uh, Enneagram and all that kind of stuff. And I think I'm the only person that ever scored zero on having, <laughs> on, on having pity. Not so much compassion, but pity. And so I looked at compassion. I said, okay, what is compassion and why do I need to have it? And I think I, I grew up in, a, in the 50s and I grew up in athletics. And athletics, back in those days, they didn't have coaches that really gave a hoot about your feelings, okay? They, they were on you like white on rice. You know, they were just, in your face all the time. And I always felt compassion was weakness. But what I, I've come to understand as, as I have looked at it, as I want to make it part of, it's not weakness. What it does, it really balances the hard, brutal realities of life. And it gives you empathy. And I think it, it really uh, reveals your humanity or your lack thereof, you know? And so uh, no one wants to be said to be inhumane. So compassion is one that uh, I work with all the time and empathy. Uh, inside the family, my, my big deal is if somebody says something, you know, if one of my grandkids falls down and scratches his knee, come on, get up, rub some dirt on it, and walk it off. You know, you know if it got hit by a car, get up, walk it off. You know, so, but, uh, but compassion is to have empathy where empathy is needed and to recognize that. It's not always, hey, buck up, you'll make it through it. And it's different than pity. So I'm glad that you um, started this part of the conversation with that because I've had people tell me, don't feel sorry for me um, when I was feeling compassion for them because I don't know that anybody, unless they're kind of broken, wants to be pitied. So compassion says, I see where you are. I feel the hurt that you're feeling. I feel what you're feeling. I'm celebrating the moment you're celebrating. I'm also crying in the moment you're crying. Um, and I think that's much more authentic. Um, pity kind of says, um, if, I, if I'm pitying you, I'm above you somehow. And it kind of circles back to humility. So I'm glad that you mentioned pity as not necessarily being part of your 
definition of compassion. You know, it says in the Bible that God that Jesus had compassion for the people because they were helpless and harassed like people without a shepherd. And that is compassion. He didn't say anything about pity. Yeah, that, that is just clear. I'm having an eye-opening moment all over this broadcast. This is so much fun. So compassion was actually at the top of my list. And I was surprised that it, you know, wasn't at the top of yours, but now I know why. So I am so thankful for your willingness to um, explain that and to uh, talk about some of these others. So we talked a little bit about um, courage. Do we want to talk some more about that? Or maybe we can move on to one of the others. I put on my list self-discipline or perseverance. I think you had something. Maybe yours was loyalty. Um, And I think that loyalty kind of includes those attributes, self-discipline and and perseverance, because if you're loyal, you're going to persevere, even though the job is difficult or this person is difficult. Um, and self-discipline says, um, I'm going to control what I want to do, what I want to feel in order to be loyal to this person, this cause, whatever. So I can see that those might be components of that. You can talk a little bit about your definition of loyalty and why you chose that as a high value. Well, there was a philosopher who said that uh, he talked about loyalty, and he, and he said it was a will, a decision, a resolution of the soul. And it demonstrates dedication to a cause or an ideology when you're working with someone. And it also uh, conjures up uh, the thought in your mind that you have to be, have self-restraint and that you don't, um, you don't take advantage of a confidence that you have with someone. You hold that confidence tight. And loyalty is kind of a two-edged sword because you need to be loyalty, but you can be loyal to a fault. If the cause is wrong, if the cause is taken a wrong direction, loyalty for loyalty's sake is not what I, what I put forth, but loyalty uh, in a commitment that you made, loyalty to a person. And when you have loyalty to a person, and, and I take that within, let's say, the context of, of marriage. I have been married for 53 years this year, and, and Carl and I are loyal to each other. We hold each other in high regard. Uh, we stand by each other. I would do anything for her and vice versa. So that is loyal to the covenant that we made a long time ago, which is so different from, seems like, marriage to today. And this is kind of like an old guy saying, well, you know, marriage today is kind of like a, a three-year contract with a, uh, uh, an ability to renew the contract after three years. That's not the way it works. And uh, Carl and I were in um, Lululemon, and we were buying something. And I told her, we were up the cashier, and the cashier uh, was looking at us, and I said, babe, this is for you uh, for Valentine's. And she said, oh, how long have you been married? And we told her, and she said, well, what, what, is, uh, what is your key to success? And I told her two things. The first one is that marriage is not a 50-50 deal. It's 100 in the 100. The second thing I said is that every, every day you get up, you choose to love the other person. Because there are days when you don't like them so much, but you choose to love them. And I think that is part of, I, I wrap that under loyalty, a commitment we made. Well, when we think about the commitment to a three-year marriage, 
probably the higher loyalty there is not to the other person, but to a false notion that I should be happy. So we can be loyal to wrong things. Yeah, and, and as long as as long as you meet my needs, then we we got a good deal. But if you don't, then I want the option out. And that's not how God intended marriage to be. Well, I think that this loyalty then also speaks to integrity. You made a commitment, and you're going to honor it. So I love how these all fit together. So let's go back to that quote that we talked about earlier, and let's take the last part of that quote where you said, one's attitude provides the needed impetus to engage and to overcome adversity. So can you give us some examples of that? Why is character important? Uh, Overcome adversity. Adversity... um really hits at the core of who you are because, you know, go back to McRaven. It's easy to ring the bell and quit. Uh, I was 12 years old. I had rheumatic fever. Very active 12-year-old. Played baseball, football, all that kind of stuff as a 12, 12 years old. Now, we didn't have peewee leagues. We just went out and played. And I was in bed rest for one year. One year. 12-year-old. One year in bed. Um, and... And so that, and then, you know, playing athletics, you play and you get injured. And I was a senior playing at Tech, playing baseball, and we were playing TCU, and the ball and I hit the fence at the same time. Uh, and, you know, the bad thing, all my kids ever asked me, well, Dad, did you catch it? No, I dropped the dead gum ball. And, and I'm laying out there, and uh, I was six weeks recovery, and I did everything I could to get back in before the season was over. And I did get to play some a couple games uh, at, at the end uh, of that senior season. But it was difficult to overcome that. Uh, one other thing, I went to went into the Air Force because I wanted to be a pilot. And I went in under a waiver because of the rheumatic fever, a little heart deal. I just soloed in the first phase of training. And lo and behold, I, I flunked a physical because I had a blood disorder that is endemic to the uh, to my father from being from Greece. It's called thalassemia. So you don't have enough red blood cells, so you're more apt to have hypoxia. They washed me out of pilot school. And I still had a five-year, additional five-year commitment to the Air Force. And so just things like that. Uh, uh, several years ago, one of my biggest failures in my life, my friend and I, we started a a water store. This is like in the 80s, a water store. This is before water was big. And we had a... Uh, a retail store, and we had over 150 different bottled waters from all over the world. And we were displayed in Success Magazine, and they had a big picture of us and all that kind of stuff. And we were losing our fannies, you know. We were not a success. We ended up closing it down. And uh, when you're a very confident person and you have such a failure like that, how do you, how do you rebound from that and it takes perseverance it takes you know uh, one day and two days so you have to build up that confidence again in yourself and your judgment so that really goes back to character is a choice it is a choice so you make a choice to do it or you make a choice not to do it you um said also before we turn the mics on today attitudes become actions actions become habits habits become character character becomes destiny nothing happened or (laughs) Very few things that I am aware of happen all at one time. Uh, It is a progressive. You choose this and you do that. And from there, 
you accede to the next thing, accede to the next thing, and you keep adding to it until you get to the point of where you want to be. So it is not an automatic, okay, I want to I wanna have courage. I got it today, but it builds, okay. When is the time that I showed courage? When is the time that I had the opportunity to show courage? When is the time that I had an opportunity to be in a group of managers, let's say vice presidents, and they say something, do you ha- and you disagree, are you willing, in the face of everybody else wanting to go one way, to at least express yourself and express your idea and give the reasons behind why you choose this. Not that they might go with it, but at least you have expressed what you believe to be true and, and how you're looking at the situation. So, you know, I think you bullet one at a time. It's interesting, too, because doing evil is the same way. You know, you, you start out and, well, it becomes, uh, I think it's in, it becomes a thought in your mind, and then it becomes a little bit of an action. And then it's a big action. And, and next thing you know, you're in mud up to your eyeballs. It's progressive. Most things in our lives are progressive. Absolutely. You know, what started as a little white lie becomes a bigger lie, becomes a bigger lie until you either become a liar or you're living a double life. So, sure, sure, until you get caught. And then suddenly you're thinking, why did I do that? Why didn't I just say the right thing at the start? Oh my gosh, Chris, this has been so much fun today. And I hope that the listeners have enjoyed this even half as much as I have. It's just like solid gold. There's so many great uh, quotes that I'm going to be able to pull from this. So before we uh, sign off today, is there one thing that you want our listeners to see more clearly as a result of our conversation? Yes. We are never a finished product. We're growing all of our life. I'm 76 years old. I don't know if I have one year left or 15 years left. But uh, in my mind, and I have a talk coming up, and, and, and it's two senior people, and what I'm saying to them, I'm going to say to them is, suit up. You're still in the game. I am still in the game. And, and you have to have that frame of reference in your life, or else you will just never achieve anything. And, uh, and I don't mean that you have to achieve something big, but... It's just to, I go to the Y a lot, and maybe I see someone, and I can put an arm around them, and I can give them a word of encouragement. I can say a prayer for them. I can do little things that make a difference in my life, but more importantly, might make a difference in their life. I think we are put on, not only, put on the planet, not only to um, enjoy the beautiful world that we've been given, but to enjoy one another and encourage one another. So thank you so much for this. Well, listeners, if you have enjoyed this, I want you to know that Chris blogs about this and a variety of other interesting topics on mypointdexter.com. We'll include a link for that in our show notes and also on our website at nis.media. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. If you enjoyed our show today, please tell your friends. Like and subscribe so you'll receive future notifications when our next shows become available. Visit our website, nis.media, for show notes, bonus content, contact information for our special guests, and access to their products and ours. Or perhaps you'd like to leave a comment, a perspective on our show today, or share an eye-opening experience of your own. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's nis.media. Special thanks to our technical director, Jim Wilson. Music by Rebecca Salazar. I'm your host, Kit McCarty. 
I look forward to seeing you again soon.